Welcome to Season 3 of Mindful Habits. I'm your host, Ron Berrigan, and the theme for Season 3 is all about the anxious to awesome journey. Now, our mental well-being has really taken a beating (laughs) over the last few years, and we're feeling more stressed, anxious, and socially isolated than ever. And in this season of the Mindful Habits podcast, I'm going to be equipping you with all the tools you need to rise above the stress, anxiety, and worry, and enable you to take back control of your life one mindful habit at a time. And in this episode, we're going to be spent some time talking about stress and anxiety. Now, let's begin by taking a mindfulness moment. I'd like to invite you to shift your attention from whatever you're doing prior to this and invite you to begin breathing in and out through your nose. A slow breath in and a calming breath out. Continue to follow your breath in and give yourself this gift of this moment of calm. Relax your shoulders, unclench your jaw, and a slow breath in and a calming breath out. And do your best to release whatever stress you might be holding. Let's tune into our hearts and take a moment to be grateful during these challenging times and become fully present. Welcome back. So in this episode of the Mindful Habits Podcast, we're going to spend some time understanding stress and anxiety. Uh, But before we jump in, there is a corresponding workbook that accompanies this season of the Mindful Habits Podcast. Now inside this PDF, you're going to find a copy of the 30-day plan, uh, as well as a habits design worksheet. And each week, I'm going to be sending out additional resources as we progress through uh, the season in each episode. So uh, to download your free copy of the workbook, head over to 30dayhabitplan.com. So that's 30dayhabitplan.com. So let's start with stress. So stress is our initial threat reaction to a challenging event, right? So something happens. Something's happening in the outside world our safety system kind of kicks in it notices this threat right because we're our brain is constantly kind of scanning as our safety system is part of this part of our brain that's constantly scanning our environment and when it notices a threat it floods our bodies with brain chemicals right to ready ourselves to overcome the challenge now anxiety is our mind's continued negative thinking about the stressful things in our lives okay so stress is the event it's the external thing we don't have a lot of control over that but anxiety is that constant um, you know mental uh, uh, and introspection you know when we overthink you know that's that's our perfectionism kind of kicking in that's our you know we're, we're feeling stressed so we're, we overthink and we, we, we strive for perfection or perhaps we avoid right and procrastination right so there's this the the anxiety is that that continued uh, feelings that we have uh, and you know impacts our behaviors and our thinking 
And this can lead to excessive worry, right? You know, you know, there's practical worries where, you know, things that we have control over and hypothetical worries, right? Think about all the things that, you know, we plan and, and you know, uh, you know, the scenarios that we rehearse in our minds that never really materialize. All of this, this the anxiety uh, feeds our negativity bias because, you know, we have this, we have this, we're wired to look at the, what's going wrong in the world and we have a desire to maintain the status quo. That's their safety system really kind of running the show. Stress is a biological response to demanding situation, right? It, like I mentioned, it releases uh, hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline. Uh, and it's these brain chemicals that help us prepare our body to take action, right? So it increases our heart rate and, and the way that the, the, um, our breathing uh, increases. Now, with this, when this occurs, you know, a doctor might look at us and say we're in a heightened alertness or arousal. Now, many factors can trigger a stress response, you know, dangerous situations, you know, psychological pressures, you know, work dead, deadlines, exams, you know, sporting events. We can get excited about when we're watching these rings. Now, the physical events, effects of stress usually do not last long. However, some, some of us find ourselves in a constant state of heightened alertness, right? This is chronic stress, right? Some potentials of chronic stress include high pressure jobs, financial difficulties, challenging relationships, or maybe health related issues. Chronic stress puts pressure on our bodies for extended period, you know, periods of time. And this uh, can range from symptoms that, that in, in increase risk of developing certain illnesses. So there's two types of stress. There's episodic or life event stress, and then there's chronic ongoing stress. Okay, so these are the external things that are kind of going on in the world. So if you take a look at the top stressful events for adults and kids, uh, you know, death of a loved one, uh, you know, starting a relationship or ending a relationship, starting a new job, losing a job, retirement. You know, for kids, it's starting a new school, parents going through a divorce, preparing for an exam. These are all life events that's the episodic event so so these are things that just kind of happen and um you know this is the stress that's kind of going on chronic stress when we encounter chronic stress it makes it makes it difficult to unwind between the events so we're in the midst of you know COVID 19 the pandemic so this is like ongoing stress right uh poverty or money issues if we're, if we're challenging with money that puts uh stress on our uh stress this chronic stress uh, family or relationship issues so if it's gone gone going can uh, cause chronic stress work demands uh bad bosses <laughs> you know with it you know it's just this this this, uh, or maybe, you know, the coworker challenging relationships, uh, health issues like pain, long-term illness, or obesity. These are, this, this is just constant stress that we're constantly under. And then there's uh, some of us deal with from a prejudice like Black Lives Matter or the Native Reconciliation. These are, um, you know, these are just stress events that, 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 that we're all under. So that's stress. So stress is the external event and anxiety is our continued suffering in the response to the stressful event okay now continued anxiety develops from a complex set of risk factors including genetics brain chemistry uh, personality and you know the, the, depending on uh, how lucky or unlucky we are depending on the life events that are happening 
And there's seven specific types of anxiety. So the first one is what they call generalized anxiety disorder. So this is kind of the all-encompassing. And this is where we kind of have this constant state of excessive worry and tension with little or no reason. And that's number two is panic disorder. So this is like an intense triggering of physical symptoms lasting, you know, five to ten minutes and then usually subsiding. I used to suffer from panic attacks uh, for about 30 years. I didn't even know there were panic attacks. I thought, you know, I, went, I saw a doctor about them. Nobody mentioned anything with about that this is actually, <laughs> they were panic attacks. I actually realized, oh my God, they're actually panic attacks. And it was about 30 years and, and then I started meditating on a regular basis. I tried with meditating, but I didn't really stick with it. Uh, but once I stuck with it, so my panic uh, or more or less completely disappeared. Um, now they very rarely occur. Uh, the third type of anxiety is social anxiety disorder. So this is an intense anxiety or fear of being judged, negative, uh, uh, negative evaluations or rejected in a social or kind of a performance situation. This is one of the highest um, uh, forms of stress. The, the majority of my anxiety kind of falls within this category, um, you, know, so, you know, in any sort of you know, performance or uh, social situations, I, I, my, my mind kicking in, you know, fear of being judged, a negative criticism used to cripple me <laughs> uh, and, and now not so much, but it, it is something that we constantly or I constantly need to work on. Uh, we have specific phobias. This is the fourth type of anxiety. This is a kind of a fear of dying, worrying about health issues, chronic pain kind of falls into this fear of flying, fear of driving. Um, this is another very high one. About 9% of anxiety falls into this area. Uh, this type of anxiety can be very crippling, right? Now, I remember when I was experiencing sciatica. So this is like the intense, you know, my lower back pain and then shooting pain down my legs. And I was really caught up in this downward spiral of anxiety and worry, uh, thinking that it would last forever. Um, so this can be really quite crippling. Uh, the fifth one is a post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. Um, so this is, could be, uh, you know, a traumatic event that's happened, um, either very explicit or an implicit, like something that we thought about. The uh, and it's basically when the, you know, we get triggered and we just go right back to that situation. Uh, six is ob uh, obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD. And this is really unwanted repeated thoughts of behavior like hand washing, except for hand, you know, avoiding germs. Uh, video games is a, a form of OCD that we get so obsessed with them. Now, I'm, it's not lost on me that my obsession with habits is probably a positive <laughs> form of OCD. Uh, but anyway, that's all good. Uh, seven is, the seventh one is medication-induced anxiety disorder. So this is basically medication that you're taking for maybe for other things that heighten symptoms of anxiety. Now, this one also implies to me uh, the medication I'm dealing with, you know, with for other medical issues kind of puts me this constant state of edge. So, you know, I've been dealing with, you know, about four or five of these, these, these situations kind of constantly on my, on my mind. And really is what kind of led me to go on to this anxious to awesome journey. So the key insight that I had really in the beginning, is, you know, we've talked about the two types of stress, the episonic and uh, chronic, and we also shared this, you know, seven types of anxiety. And the critical insight that really start, you know, shifted me going from the anxious to awesome journey is that stress is an external event. Right? And anxiety is what we're doing to ourselves as a result of the stress. 
this reminded me of the very, you know, one of my very first quotes that I really kind of embraced, and that's the, by Victor Franklin. The quote is, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is the power to choose our response, and in our response lies our growth and our freedom. Now, I first heard this quote over 30, Euro, 30 years ago, and it's the quote that is the key to freeing ourselves from the grip of anxiety and worry. Right? The skill we need to develop is how to widen that gap between stimulus and response. Now, science says that continued anxiety develops as a, from a complex risk of a set of factors. Once the, there's, uh, there's genetics, there's brain chemistry, there's personality and life events. So like I mentioned, genetics, we can't do much about even the life events, but we can do a lot about the uh, um, brain chemistry and personality. Uh, there are very there are habits that are proven by neuroscience to regulate the chemicals of the brain in such a way that it will reverse the downward spiral of anxiety and put us on an upward spiral of events and awesome. And these same habits transform our identity of who we believe are. They give us confidence. They uh, they give us purpose. And this actually, you know, rewires our identity from anxious to awesome. So your homework, step one, realize that you are not alone. Okay, nearly eight out of 10 adults, 78% of us uh, say that the pandemic is a significant source of stress in our lives. Two in three adults, so like 67% say that they've experienced increased stress over the course of the pandemic. Uh, nearly one in five adults, about, about 19% of us, say that our mental health is worse than it was this time last year. So you're not alone, and we will get through this together. Step two, recognize the difference between stress and anxiety. And remember to widen the gap, right? Stress is that external event. Anxiety is what we're doing to ourselves as the result of the stress. And what we want to focus on is installing those habits that enable us to widen the gap between stimulus and response. And the plan that I'm going to help you put together over the uh, next few episodes is been proven by neuroscience to regulate the chemicals of the brain in such a way that it'll reverse that downward spiral of anxiety and put us on an upward, upward spiral of awesome. So step three, follow along, right? In the next episode, we're going to be reviewing the anxious to awesome formula. We're going to start getting really very specific so you can start putting your plan together. So head over to 30dayhabitplan.com. So that's 30dayhabitplan.com and download the PDF and start following along. If you have any questions that you want me to answer about this show or perhaps cover off in a future episode, head over to my personal website at vergen.com and submit your question. And make sure to subscribe to the Mindful Habits podcast inside your favorite app. You're not going to want to miss a thing. A future episodes, we're going to, I'm going to equip you with all the tools you need to rise above the stress, anxiety, and worry, and enable you to take back control of your life one habit at a time. I want to personally thank you for tuning in. I wish you well on your anxious to awesome journey. Until next time.